Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? We get to talk about not one, but two game recaps, plus Jessica Campbell making some history and a new voice for the Seattle Kraken Radio Network. All that and more coming up on today's Locked on Kraken podcast. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Happy Tuesday, Seattle hockey fans. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Kraken, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where we bring you your favorite team every single day. My name is Erica L. Ayala. I am your host, have always been your host of Locked On Kraken since the franchise got started. And once again, coming to you from Kraken Community Iceplex, actually had a nice little chat with Allison Mukan. You know, we, we of course, talked hockey, but it was a little more casual. It's always nice to um, have people that you can catch up with, even though we're obviously always around the ice. But more on that sometime later. We have two games to recap. One was in Calgary. We're going to start there. And then we'll talk about the one that was at Climate Pledge Arena. It was good to get the gang back together. Uh, the net result um, was that the Seattle Kraken were able to – overall defeat the Calgary Flames uh, by a score of 7-5, to five, I believe, is the net. I'll work on the math uh, a little bit later. But I mentioned in my quick recap that we posted on YouTube, and for those who are part of the subtext community, I had a, a few little bullets that I wanted to talk about definitely a little nitpicky things that I saw in the game that I was at at Climate Pledge Arena regarding Philip Grubauer and defense. And then from watching, I used a VPN, uh, the game in Calgary, uh, just some discipline issues. We talked about it on yesterday's episode. The group going up to Calgary seemed like the younger group and they were with Dave Haxtell. And then the Coachella Valley Firebirds uh, squad, including Jessica Campbell, had some uh, what you would argue are more seasoned players or players that are pretty secure. We know they're either going to end up with the Seattle Kraken or end up with uh, the Coachella Valley Firebirds. So let's start with um, the game that I was not at. Uh, because, you know, I think this will be illuminating. But uh, it was a 5-3 tally overall over the uh, Calgary Flames. And this this was the Young Bucks, if you will. And Kyler Yamamoto. We actually, I, I got to speak to Kyler a little bit yesterday. The audio got a little wonky, so I haven't posted it either on the uh, the YouTube channel or the, just as the podcast or even for subtext. But um, Kyler Yamamoto gets uh, two goals in this game. He got uh, a tally in the second period and then also the last goal of the game in the third, Will Borgen, Ty Cartier. Oh, my gosh, the Cartier goal. Applause. Applause. 
That was a beautiful one. I got to see that one. But it was actually Kale Fleury that got on the board first. Some things that I mentioned in subtext that I was going to really focus on just overall were face-offs. So you can see that the Seattle Kraken in this game, they uh, were they didn't win the face-off battle, if you will. 56.5% clip for Calgary at the Saddle Dome. 43.5% clip for Seattle, but again, the younger squad. Now the penalty minutes, look at these penalty minutes, 36 penalty minutes for Calgary, 33 for the Seattle Kraken. I was very curious what Dave Haxel was going to say after the game. He spoke for less than two minutes, um, didn't say much. Uh, there is a fire that these young guys play with. Um, and I talked about that when we have talked about the Coachella Valley Firebirds, especially in their playoff run. But I think there's also a little bit of balance. I don't think either team really had that restraint overall. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. I'm also getting used to this new format. NHL switched up completely their, uh, their format here. So things are a little bit different. Uh, with the box score and the like, but you know we'll we'll get used to it. Um, but as as I mentioned, Dave Haxel didn't really speak for long, but um, I thought it might be fun for you to hear what he had to say. So uh, let me take you over to Dave Haxel. This is him talking immediately after the five three game up in Calgary at the Saddle Dome. All right. Overall impressions of Shane Wright and Kyler Yamamoto. Well, you know, those two guys had they had a good hard work and night. Uh, you know, it was nice to see Yamamoto get a couple, uh, you know, a couple on the power play and and you know played a you know pretty good two hundred foot game. Uh, Writers, you know, Writers, he, he's showing progress. He's taking a step. You know, I liked his game tonight. He, uh, he competed hard and um, you know in the competitive areas of the game. Um, so those are all positive signs. Yeah, you know, it was, uh, you know, it's one of those games where, you know, number one, we spent a lot of time on the PK. Um, so, you know, it wasn't a ton of flow that he was, you know, able to be, you know, in the, in the middle of a game and five on five flow of play. But, you know, he did a, you know, he did a pretty good job on the, uh, on the PK. Um, you know, the, uh, you know, the one unfortunate bounce off of, uh, you know, off Borgen shin pad and in, um, you know, that's one that, you know, he, it's a tough play, you know. I'd love to see him seal the bottom of the net, but overall, I thought Driggs was solid and sound, and you know he carried forward the, you know, the work that he's done in the first couple of days of training camp. So you heard Dave Haxtell a little bit talk about Chris Drieger. He also talked about uh, Kyler Yamamoto and Shane Wright. Um, it's hard, as you heard Dave Haxtell say, to really get a gauge on goaltending. Uh, just because you really don't know what you're going to get. But I'll talk a little bit more about that in the next segment um, or in a little bit when we talk about the next game. Um, but, okay, speaking of the next game, let's just get to it right now. So, once again, the Calgary Flames and the Seattle Kraken go head-to-head. -head. This one would actually go to an overtime shootout. And this is where goaltending, for me, was a little bit dicey. I did like Joey Decord. He got... Uh, you know, he came out in the second period. So he played from the second period through overtime and in the shootout. And the first shootout goal, he, um, you know, he just kind of, it hit his glove and then bounced in. And the other one, not, not great either. So, um, you know, I think overall, 
great in regulation, maybe a little bit shaky, if you want to say, um, in the shootout, which we know shootouts are important. The Seattle Kraken, this seemed like the more disciplined team. Belmar. <laughs> I am a fan. I am a fan of Belmar. Talked about it yesterday. He was putting in time with some of the rookies before the teams left, uh, either for CPA in his case or for the Saddle Dome. And he was a calming presence. He wasn't making a lot of mistakes. He was doing everything that he needed to do. And um, he just looked really smooth out there, I think, with some of my notes that I sent over to subtext. Also on the subtext note I sent over last night after the game, uh, some of the things about uh, Joey Decord. Now, regarding Philip Grubauer, uh, serviceable. The, it was uh, the Hunt goal, I believe, was the first one that uh, I, I tweeted this or I put it in subtext, excuse me, that, um, you know, it was a good initial save by Philip Grubauer. Puck goes into the corner. So he's outside of the crease a little bit. And then Calgary, they recover puck retrieval in their offensive zone and they shoot immediately on net. And that's the goal. So for me, there's a few things going on there. 50-50 pucks or hustling, you know, getting the puck out of the zone, making sure that um, even if the play is quote-unquote dead, that you're still active, you know what your assignment is. Um, that goes for Philip Grubauer, but of course also the defense. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought that was just Again, probably one that Philip Grubauer wanted back. The second goal, and I said I wanted to see the replay. I haven't really gotten to see uh, too much of a replay of this. But Vince Dunn, you know, I if you listen to the show a lot, I'm talking you're an everydayer. I'm talking you're an OGer. I'm talking you comment on YouTube. You're a part of subtext. You know there are a few things that burn my grits. Burn my grits. And... Defensive positioning is one of those things. Vince Dunn had the opportunity to front his defensive assignment, the, the skater in front of him, and go body to body, stick to stick. Instead, he reached out. That gave the Calgary Flames some space, and they get a goal. In the grand scheme of things, is it the end of the world? Absolutely not. Those things are going to happen in sports, in hockey. But when it comes down to the fine details and everything that I've been hearing, that I've been asking about, that people have been responding, is that this right now, these are the building blocks so that a team like the Seattle Kraken, who a lot of people thought arrived early, weren't supposed to make the playoffs, weren't supposed to get to the second round of the playoffs. Everything that they did now in training camp, in preseason, gave them what they needed to make that deep run. And if they want to make a deeper run, you got to clean those things up. So it's the first preseason game, but Vince Dunn knows better than that. And uh, you just got to put in the work. So am I being nitpicky? Hello. Yes, absolutely I'm being nitpicky, but you know what? This is a competitive training camp, and that's what it's going to take to uh, to win games. So coming up next on Locked on Kraken, we're going to talk a little bit more about the broader uh, kind of conversation that unfolded regarding Jessica Campbell, who you know we've had on the show before and that I've been talking about for the last week or so 
for um, uh, women's hockey reasons. But big fan of Jessica Campbell, always have been, and she made a little bit of history last night, and we'll get into it. I think it's it's interesting. I have a unique take, perhaps, that you might not expect from me regarding history, air quotes, if you're not watching on YouTube. Hi, YouTubers. Um, we'll talk about that coming up on Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken brought to you by FanDuel. Right now, new customers will get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's right, $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. That's win or lose. And hey, we've talked about um, future bets. Uh, Of course, they have player props, spreads, over-unders, so much more. A lot of this is, of course, geared to the NFL, but you can still see really great stuff for the NHL. And as our season comes together, we have a few more stats. We know what the rosters are looking like. I'm going to make sure that should you want to go head over to FanDuel, put some money down, that, you know, you've got an informed uh, kind of decision and idea that you can make. So visit FanDuel.com backslash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official sports partner. FanDuel, the official partner of the National Football League. All right, Seattle hockey fans, thanks once again for joining us here on Locked on Kraken, making us a part of your daily destination. Tomorrow, we have a squad cast for you. It's in the Pacific Division. Uh, if you're an everyday or an OG, or you probably know what this is going to be. I'm not going to tease it, though, any more than that. If you know, you know. And uh, we've got another squad cast that I've confirmed coming up, and that's for one of our two first opponents. You probably also know that if you're an everyday or OG. Not going to spoil it. If you're on subtext, I'll let you know a little bit more about that. But, um, you know, I want to talk about Jessica Campbell. Jessica Campbell, I mentioned it was a split squad. We talked about how Dave Haxtell was going to go up to the uh, Saddle Dome. So that left some uh, bench boss openings, if you will, or we needed double the amount of bench bosses for two games. So Jessica Campbell was an assistant uh, assistant candidate, haha, an assistant coach on the ice last uh, night, on the bench, I guess I should say, last night. And... Um, on the one hand, it was really cool, you know, the first woman to coach for the Seattle Kraken. But if you listen to the Locked on Kraken show, and I've been talking about this even in the last few days, we should not be surprised. This should not be a novelty. This should be nothing that, um, you know, uh, it, it should be more than it is. I'm all here for firsts. I've made history as a woman in hockey, as a black woman in hockey, as a Latina in hockey. And so I'm always here for that. Give people their flowers. There are a few caveats. One, this is a uh, preseason. Uh, two, I think the story was being picked up in a way that maybe alluded that other women had not been on the bench in preseason or at all in the NHL, which is not accurate. And I take those things very seriously. So I didn't want to get too hyped or too worked up. What I will say is, and this should be evidently clear to the everydayers and the OGers, I am a huge fan of how Jessica Campbell and Dan Bilesma focus on player development. And I've been talking that Jessica Campbell is a part of the player development process a la the draft for the new Professional Women's Hockey League, PWHL, Ottawa team. And we're we're working on this. I need the good energy, all right? 
good energy locked on Kraken listeners and viewers because I want to spend some time really getting into the hockey mind of Jessica Campbell. But for now, let's just hear what she had to say at uh, Climate Pledge Arena. She's the one who gave us our game recap after the overtime game. The scoreboard, but what were reasons for optimism in your team and what do you want to tackle when camp resumes in a couple days? Yeah, I think tonight's, you know, obviously our focus was just laying the foundation for the year. And I think there was some very positive moments to build on. And I think both teams, both ways, you know, we didn't capitalize perhaps to get the result we wanted, but there's some good to take out of it. And I know the team's good. Absolutely. It's great. I mean, that's that's obviously what the AHL is all about. It's, a, you know, one of the best, if not the best development league in the world. And so to see them on this stage and, and getting to make the plays and show their skill set and really fight for a chance to, to play for the Kraken, it's it's awesome to see and to stand behind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I just focused on the task at hand and, and coaching, but absolutely it's obviously a tremendous opportunity and and I'm honored to be to be where I am and to be it's really it's a humbling feeling to be a part of the Kraken organization I truly mean that and so yesterday there was moments I tried to just be in the moment but for sure taking it all in 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 the crowd and the fans it's it's a pretty unbelievable experience and so if you want to hear a little bit more from Jessica Campbell head to our YouTube page I'll put up the full uh, media availability she had a lot of other nuggets including some of the, the young players and uh, a particular line that she liked coming up next on Locked on Kraken, a new voice for the Seattle Kraken radio network. That is what we will talk about. Uh, that's coming up in our final segment of this episode of Locked on Kraken. And thanks as always for joining us on Locked on Kraken. Erica El Ayala here. And uh, as promised, we have... Just a, a little bit of news for you. And that is that the Seattle Kraken have a new voice that will join Mike Benton and, of course, the one and only Everett Fitzhugh uh, in the booth for radio. And he is someone that uh, folks in the area know. Uh, if this was announced, I mean, I was already at Climate Pledge Arena. Now, granted, I got there early, so, you know, there's that. But I was a little surprised it was announced so close to game time. But it's Al Kaniski, named Kraken Radio Color Analyst. Uh, he will join the overall Kraken Audio Network. Uh, these are his comments. It's an honor to join Everett and Mike on the radio broadcast. It's been incredible to watch the impact that the Kraken has had in just two seasons, and I want to continue to entertain and inform fans across the region. Hockey games can be a real roller coaster of emotion, and I hope we can bring them inside the booth with us every game. Originally from Vancouver, BC, he lived in Seattle for over three decades. And they raised their family here, him and his wife. He played with the Thunderbirds um, and also in Saskatchewan. Um, He totaled 83 points, 27 goals, 56 assists in 149 regular season games. Uh, So uh, I think it's pretty cool that there's someone with ties to the area that will join uh, the network. Uh, So we'll talk about that a little bit more, but that's our show for today. Um, And we'll have more for you coming up uh, as I am still here in Seattle. I even got uh, some swag, as you can see here. So you know what I'm going to say? Be kind to yourselves and to each other, 
And then we hold fast, we stay true, and we stay loud and proud. Let's go Kraken. I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.